Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Some of you guys probably saw this title and ran, or some of you are like, ooh, I'm intrigued, or some of you are like, I am scared, but I'm going to listen anyways. So let's just start off by saying, let's stop being afraid of sounds bouncing off vocal cords. Words should not scare you, right? Words should not be a fear. Words have been used to articulate feelings. And a lot of the time we feel differently. I can agree. I think I can safely say that everyone feels differently all the time. I feel like a better word for language should be perception because we all have different perceptions and it's just a matter of what words we use that gets that feeling that we have across. So when I hear the word fetishes, I've always had a bad stigma around it. There's always been fear. There's always been your most extreme thoughts first versus little things. So today we're going to talk about what actually is a fetish on this episode. Take the next whatever 15, 20 minutes. These episodes are not that fucking long. You have no excuse. We're going to take a minute to actually understand what a fetish is. And so next time when you hear someone kink shaming or sexuality shaming, you can put to rest their myths and tell them what fetishes and kinks actually are. Because I can't do it alone. Y'all got to start helping me. You guys got to start pulling your fucking weight around here. I mean, come the fuck on. (laughs) Just kidding. But seriously, the next time you hear somebody who's talking about kinks or fetishes or shaming somebody for liking something sexually, you can put them to fucking rest and maybe help them ease their shame around it and maybe help them actually understand what kinks and fetishes actually are. What is a fetish or kink? It is anything that you find pleasure from or that turns you on that is not directly related to procreating. You might have heard me say this before. Your fetishes and kinks are things that will turn you on that is not directly related to making a baby. You all have kinks. You all have fetishes. Everyone does. End of story. Stop shaming other fucking people. Just because they don't like what you like. There's going to be somebody out there that fits your cup of tea to a tea and crosses all your eyes and dots all your fucking letters. There is someone out there. So first off, identifying your turn-ons. You are not entitled to be who you were five minutes ago. Wow, that's crazy to think about, isn't it? You mean I can change from five minutes ago to now? Yes. How does change happen? Small shifts. You are not entitled to be who you were five minutes ago. Your sexual tastes can change and sometimes drastically within a day. So whenever I talk about consent and communication in a relationship, it has to be the base and the foundation of your relationship because our sexual tastes and cravings can vary and can change drastically. So think about how much something could change in a day and think about if you've been with the same partner for 10 years. People can 
change, people will change. Not all your kinks and fetishes will align with your partner, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to have you guys rate some kinks and fetishes in your own life on this episode. So do it in your head. Grab a piece of paper if you can. Pause me. Come back to me. Whatever. But some of... I'm going to talk to you guys about one of my fetishes today. So if you came for more tea, you get fill bellies whenever you leave my episodes. Before we get into a little task for you guys, I'm going to give you in just a minute. Get your paper ready if you have a moment or pause me or whatever. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about a fetish that I recently discovered that I've had my whole life. Had it my whole fucking life and never really identified or pinpointed. And you're like, wow, Sierra, the coach finally discovered, the coach discovers more. You're damn straight. I don't know if you saw my Instagram post the other day, but one of the biggest things I can tell you about being a coach is the coach has a fucking coach. I lean on my colleagues and my coaches and I grow myself just as much as I help other people grow. And I think that's the number one thing you should know about me as a coach is I continually grow myself. Therefore, the people that I help will also continually grow themselves. And if you're a coach or you're at a point where you have so much fucking ego to where you're like, oh no, I'm, I'm the pro at what I do. I know everything. I don't need to grow anymore that's not the type of person that I would ever want to work with or ever want to be around. So I'm a person who continually stays a student. I will tell you when I don't know something or when I want to know more of something, especially when it comes to exploring more about myself. I want to know everything about myself. Don't we all? We all love to learn more about ourselves. So I recently discovered that I had a this type of fetish and it's not necessarily a sexual fetish. So if you're like, oh, I really thought this was about to get juicy, about to crush your fucking dreams. Um, it's not really a sexual fetish, but it could be. And I can, I'll explain why. But so this recent fetish that I discovered is what you could call a hand fetish. How did I realize that I had a hand fetish? Well, it was pretty fucking simple. I heard someone talking about one of their fetishes and the way that they explained it, I was like, huh, wow. Whenever I check someone out, or um, whenever I'm looking at someone or checking someone out, I look at them and then I also notice their hands every time. I had discovered this while I was listening to this other person talk about their fetish and I instantly thought, oh my gosh, I do the same thing except I do it with hands because their fetish was something else I can't remember. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do that with hands. And then I looked down at my own hand and I just started laughing like cackling because if you know me, you know that my hands are fucking perfectly manicured all the time. You're not going to see me with shitty nails, with shitty hands. (laughs) You're not going to see me with my nails not done or unmanicured or not in perfect condition. And if you do, I'm probably frazzled and having a bad day. Like, not going to lie, every time I've ever had a nail missing or something and have to go like an extra day without going to the salon or something, I'm probably like pissy. And if you notice that I have a fingernail missing, I'm going to instantly be like, yeah, I fucking know. Like, I know. I know, I know, I know. So how I discovered I had a hand fetish, I was listening to this person talk about their fetish, realized that I do the same thing when I am checking someone out, I notice hands. And it's not necessarily specific features or, well, there is specific features. I'll take that back. Um, It's more of just the care of it. And I feel like there's so much given through your hands. And so there's just a heavy energy there. And I've always had to have that energy just right. And 
So how it became sexual for me is when I realized if you don't have like a standard of hand for me, I am not attracted to you sexually whatsoever. And I was like, okay, all right. So that's how it ties in sexually, Sierra. Didn't fucking realize that. Um, Anybody that I remember being with, I remember I had to be like, they had to pass the hand test. Let's just say that they had to pass the hand test. And if I noticed that immediately, like you don't have well taken care of hands or hands to my standards, then because I wouldn't even say I don't even know like a lot of the details about the hands, but I just know if it like there's like a pussy thermometer and like pussy either likes it and pussy either doesn't like it. And that's how you have to judge things, especially if you're a female and you own a pussy, like your pussy actually holds information. Your clitoris holds information and your turn-ons. Physiologically, it holds those turn-ons. So if you're ever in a situation where you're like, I don't really know, is it a yes or no? Ask your pussy. What is your pussy telling you right now? Grab a hold of it. Is it a yes or a no? Because she's going to scream it to you and you're going to know either way. So I realized that I'm not sexually attracted to anyone unless they pass the hand test. And so I realized it was a fetish because I have to check that out and I have to know that. And I've had this my whole life. And what was even funnier is whenever I called one of my confidants, one of my people, I have like, you know, two people who are like my person who I can tell everybody everything to. Whenever I called them to tell them this, they started laughing. And I was like, why is them? Why are they laughing? And she told me she has the same same thing so if you are a female with a hand fetish hit me up let me fucking know there is a certain amount of masculinity there is a masculine energy that i'm attracted to and that's what it is how you can rate where you are with fetishes or kinks and if you want to take them further so i just kind of told you a little bit about mine it's not really sexual but it also ties into the fact that if i'm not attracted to your hands i'm not attracted to you sexually so that's huge. Um, I also have just always noticed that I've always had my hands extremely well kept. I've had my nails probably for over 10 years. I've been getting my nails done since I was a teenager. Never not had them on for, I think I took a hiatus. I think I took a year off every now and then I just randomly will be like, I'm going to boycott this for a year. Did it to Starbucks, did it to my nails. I just randomly do this. I don't know why it just, it helps me practice gratitude. Actually. That's why, that's why I do it. We're going to rate where you are with fetishes or kinks. And so if you've ever taken the BDSM test, I will rate this. I will put this I will put the BDSM test link in this description on this podcast. If you've never taken it before, take it. It's a free test and it's going to tell you what some of your kinks and what your fetishes are and what some of more of your turn-ons are. It'll also tell you if you're vanilla as fuck. This is a little technique that I use to show where I'm at and what things I would like. This can also be used to help show partners the pages that they're on because like I said, perception to everyone is different. I could say butt stuff and you might think of anal sex, but I was thinking of a furry butt plug. Perception is always diverse and it is always different and this is what makes humans so complex but yet fucking beautiful because we all see the world through different eyes. We all have different turn-ons. We all have different fetishes. We all have different kinks and that is what makes exploring so unique and so fun and so pleasurable. Let's take the example of the kink of blowjobs, for instance. Um, So let's just say you love giving blowjobs. That is one of your kinks. If you find a man who loves receiving, it's going to be a match made in heaven. Let's just take the kink of blowjobs for a second. So giving blowjobs, what is something that you, and you might have, you might like to give this, 
Use this technique to see where you are with some of your kinks. So let's take blowjobs, for instance. What is something you would consider a basic given thing on a blowjob? Like this is a go-to that's an every timer for you. Someone like me, I could say using a sleeve or oral gel. That is a frequent, that is a must-to, must-have. Like oral gel makes you go deeper, like you know, deep throat that dick. And using a sleeve is like fucking two pussies. So to me, when giving a blowjob, those are your basic necessities. To someone else, there are so many people out there who've never tried an oral gel and who've never even used a toy before. So to somebody else, that could be a 10 to them. Whereas it's just my one. That's my basic. Next say, let's take something in the middle. What is something you would say about giving a blowjob that is like more special occasion, something that you love to do for your partner, but maybe not every time, something that's like a little bit more spicier. My example would be swallowing, using a grapefruit or something kinky for sensation play. If you've never had your partner fuck a fruit, <laughs> let me just say, you're going to leave this episode and thank me later. I'll uh, text you my address if you want to send me flowers and chocolate. For me, I would say that would be in the middle. That would be middle level for me. That's not something you would do every time, but that's like a middle level of fetish level for me. And then the last thing I want you to ask yourself about your kink or your fetish, we're using blowjobs as an example, is what is what is the most extreme idea fantasy that you have around that? This might be something that you've never done. All of these things might not actually be things that you've actually done. They are just in your mind. What is like a basic? What is like an occasional? And what is like a huge fantasy level for you around your fetish or kink? So you could be using this around anal sex. You could be doing this around blowjobs like us. You could be using this around oral. You could be using this around a situation or a scene that you might want played out. Example of something extreme fantasy would be like a bondage scene, restrained, blindfolded, maybe a little CBT, cockball torture. Throw that in there. So someone's perception of a kink is going to be very different. Some of you might have been like, Sierra, I was following along with blowjobs with you and was like, holy shit, guys, I'm a sex coach. I've been exposed to a lot of things so I can give you a range. Now you can see why communication in a relationship can sometimes be so misconstrued because a one person in the partnership could be thinking, wow, my idea of this kink is a sleeve and gel. My idea of this kink all the way to the extreme is blindfolded, restrained, bondage, maybe a little pain. We're not really sure. And the other person in the partnership could be like, using a toy is huge. Holy shit. That is hugely kinky. And that is my extreme fantasy. This is a huge gap. As you can kind of see, uh, hopefully this made sense. This is a big gap for clients and for people in relationships. This is why communication is key because our perceptions are all fucking different. My extreme could be vanilla compared to your extreme. My extreme could be opposite. It could be something you don't ever want to do. And this is why it's important to talk to partners and talk to your partner about what levels they are on and talk to your partner about their fetishes and their kinks because you might have limits and you might have things that you don't want to do. Your partner's kinks and fetishes will not always align 100% with yours. And that is where communication comes in because you need to know what you're okay with and your partner deserves to know what they're okay with. And 
not being put in situations where they're really doing something they didn't want to do or maybe something they're not, they weren't completely comfortable with. This also, breaking things down and kinks and fetishes down like this gives you a starting place. So let's say, for example, you're using my blowjob fetish as an example. A starting place, using a sleeve and oral gel. Hell yeah, let's take it to the next level. How about you swallow next time? I'll go a little deeper. Maybe use a fruit or do something real kinky for some sensation play. Let's take it to the extreme fantasy. We're built our way up. We've been working on our kinks, our fetishes, and now we are ready to be restrained, blindfolded, and who knows what. This gives you a place of where to start, where to take it to. This can help you and your partner identify your kinks, your fetishes, and how you can incorporate them in your sex life. I invite you to explore what fetishes and kinks you might have. And if you've never taken the BDSM test, I highly recommend. It is a great place to start. It's a free test. You can go take it in the link. I take it a few times a year. And as your desires shift, especially with me being highly active in discovering my turn-ons, because if you're not in that state, you might not notice shift, but I am very highly active in discovering my turn-ons right now. I'm very highly active in crafting my desires and putting that in my life. And I have noticed huge changes. When I was able to shift to a place of safety within my body, I unlocked turn-ons for me that I didn't even know existed. And I mean like black and white, I would have been like, when I actually did the BDSM test at one point, it gave me the results I knew it was going to give me. <laughs> and then I took it about six months later and it was opposite. And there were things on there that were my number ones that I said I would have never been interested in before. When you start to make shift in your life and when you start to discover your turn-ons and start to shift to a place of safety in your body, you're going to start to unlock some shit you didn't know was possible. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. This is such a cool journey, and I am so happy to have you here. There is no fucking shame in the sex game. Test link is in the description. Once you take it, take the top three you get and shoot me a message. I can help you figure out what your top kinks and fetishes could look like. Um, I will definitely help you write them down. It means you're going to be intentional about it. So write your fetishes and kinks down or something that you're interested in. Start a little note section on your phone because when you write something down, it means that you're going to be intentional about it. It gives you something to work toward. Stop kink shaming others. Stop kink shaming yourself. Those words have put a bad taste in mouths because they were never translated correctly. They were never perceived correctly. Kinks and fetishes are what you like and nothing more. So much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.